And welcome in, folks. You know who it is. It is your host, Jesse Muller, a.k.a. J. Muller 5. And we are on our week 13 Thursday Night Football Super Picks. Uh, unfortunately, as you see, there is no proof to tell. He is flying cross-country in California at the moment, so he's unable to make the show. He did send in his picks, so we're on the go over picks. And I do apologize if you hear my daughter screaming in the background. She's watching Home Alone 1, her, her new favorite movie. It's in season 2 of this holiday season. And she's absolutely thrilled with the movie, so she's beyond ecstatic. So... We're having her watch that movie to kind of entertain her for a little bit while we do the sleeper picks. So, um, I want to talk about this game for a little bit before we jump into the sleeper picks. We have two teams in different spectrums of the NFL universe at the moment. We have the Seahawks, who are really in a slide, trying to avoid to fall to five hundred. They are currently six and five, and this week is just looking—it's looking rough for Seahawks, folks. Like I, I, as much as a fan as the team I am, it's just been the vibes are all time bad. I don't, I don't really know how they fix all of their issues they have right now because. Gino's struggling, the offense is struggling, the O-line's not regenerating pressures, the defense is struggling on the flip side, like they're not getting off the ball. It's more of the same issues we've seen from them all season, right? So third down's been the biggest issue. They can't get off the field on defense, and on the flip side, third down's like they can't get – they can't continue drafts. And if you do that, it's just – it's a nightmare for – just a nightmare situation, right? Because what happens? You know? You really don't extend plays. You just you work your defense out, and they just get gassed. And we've seen this time and time again with them. So you would like them to fix it, but it's it's a tough matchup because the Cowboys are playing some of the best football in the league right now. They are 8-3. and three. They've just been fantastic. They've caught fire, and Dak Prescott is the NFL MVP at the moment. I know people want to talk about Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Holmes. Dak Prescott's playing the best football of any quarterback in the league. Over Brock Purdy, all of those guys. He's top two in EPA. He's number one in like bad throw rate, which is like pretty good. So he's like he's he's like the best at big throw rate. Throw it's like you know highlight throw rate. He's number one in that too. So he's like creating the least amount of bad throws for his offense, and he's creating the most amount of best throws for his like his skill position player. So like you put those two things together, and yeah, it's just it's magic. Um, now some of you might be asking why there's a photo of Tony Romo on my green screen, and anybody who's a Seahawks fan remembers this play. The old fumble ruski from Tony Romo. Are they going to win in the playoffs? Rob, Romo dropped it, and they lost that game tackled by Jordan Babbitt with the one-yard line. What a time to be alive for Jacks, right? Um, we would very much love to go to the back of that this week. Um, the game is in Dallas. The Seahawks are like a 10-point dog pretty much. Um, I think it's 9.5. Uh, let me double-check it. We'll look at this really quick. But, yeah, they're basically double-digit road dogs and it's going to be very difficult for them to overcome this in this game so it's really the deck is stacked against them now you may thinking like yeah they might have to pass a little bit more yeah they're ken walker it looks like he's not going to play they haven't officially announced the inactives but he's been doubtful all week we're we're not expecting ken walker to play so it's a zach charbonnet game so you have zach charbonnet who's a better pass catcher than ken walker you've kind of seen it how they use him and his role has been elite the problem is the offense has just been so bad no matter how good his role it is kind of limits him right so it's it is what it is but like worst case he's, he's like rb22 for me this week i'm fine as flexing him if you if you have a solid running back room or if you need a running back to this week like he's good for fantasy um really seahawks really need dk metcalf tyler lockett and jsn to get involved in this game because the way this game's going to play out the seahawks defense just isn't good enough to stop the Cowboys offense enough so like the cowboys are going to get theirs on, on offense and if the seahawks want to stay in this game they have to get theirs so that they got to lean on their big dogs like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Zach Charbonnet, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, who is in just this weird hybrid role that he hasn't fully taken it on, but he's slowly coming on. It's just kind of, he's been fine. 
but he hasn't really stepped forward to the front of the line in that wide receiver. He's still a wide receiver three in that offense. Like it's just been weird. And Gino struggled. Gino has regressed. He had the issue with Gino last year is he had a lot of turnover worthy plays that he they just didn't turn the ball over and he got he had like positive regression in that aspect. This year it's regressed the other way where he's still making the same amount of mistakes. And defenses are capitalizing this year. So you're seeing Gino struggle more. The pressure, he's not as good under pressure this year. They're getting done. On the flip side, the Cowboys defense, their D-line can generate some of the best pressure in the league. They are a little, little shorthanded, so that might work in Seattle's favor. It's just Seattle finally has the line healthy. It really didn't matter against San Francisco. Like They couldn't do anything offensively. Um, we'll see how it works against Dallas this week's. Um, and why I wanted to hit on that, because if you don't win the trenches, it's just so incredibly difficult. Like you need basically your quarterback to play Josh Allen level, right? Where he's carrying you and guiding you into the like win. That's really not Geno Smith. He's not that good of a quarterback. He's a solid NFL quarterback, but if you put all on his shoulders, we've seen him fall short more times than not in his basically standard career. Last year was seems more of an abbreviation. We'll see if it, you know, they can they can still go it. They still have a shot at the playoffs. NFC is not good. So see if still a playoff caliber team. The flip side of the Cowboys. They're trying to save within striking distance of the Eagles. They're two back. They've already lost to the Eagles once this year. They need to win this game to stay on pace if they have any shot of getting the one seed. Um, but if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be to them because the rest of the teams in NFC just don't look up to the challenge. We thought the Lions were going to do it, but their defense just is not good. And you're not going to be able to make a deep run without a good defense, like we say time and time again. Good offenses, like they need help from the defense. So, the Lions have that issue. The Cowboys don't. Cowboys have one of the better defenses. You look on both sides of the ball, they're top in EPA, basically across the board, right? You have Dak Prescott playing at an MVP level. The defense is playing along with them. Like, their corners are playing a lead. Like, they're getting pressure. It's just – it's all coming together for Dallas. I will say they haven't beat many good teams. I'd say their best win is probably Jacksonville, like, against the schedule. Outside of that, they haven't beat many good teams. So, we have another shot for them to get a, a good win against a team winning record. There we go. Like, it's the Seahawks. It's 6-5. and five. <laughs> They'll drop the winning record here, but like it's shot for them. So I kind of wanted to get a sleeper pick. So let's deactivate some of these real quick for you folks. And we'll pull these out. So one sec. All right. So we are going to jump in and close the stage. And the first one up is Tony Pollard over 21.5 receiving yards. And you might be wondering, like, why are we taking the over on the receiving yards? I think Tony Small Pollard's in an absolute smash spot. I think he's going to take the over and his rushing, his receiving, and possibly get a touchdown too. I think these are all very good for him. Um, and the Seahawks defense is getting gashed against like receiving running backs. They've been on the third most receiving yards running backs to the fourth hardest yards per reception they're running backs like the last five weeks. The Seahawks are just not good. And in in the last couple of weeks, they're giving up a 21% target rate too. It's just absurd to running backs in this rate. So realistically, Pollard's a good back. He's finally on the positive side of regression. He's coming through. So I really expect Tony Pollard to just be a bell this game. He's going to get the work. They don't have anyone else really in that backfield. They have Rico Dowdle. He's a fine running back. You've seen Tony Pollard. He's finally coming back, getting over that injury, and kind of looking like yeah, we saw last year. So he's he's getting the touchdowns. It's all coming together. So I really like Tony Pollard in this matchup. So you have him in fantasy. He's a, he's a high end RB one for me. Um, he's pushing in the top five this week. So we're all aboard the Tony Pollard train. Um, another good prop bet I want to hit on is the the free money sleeper pick. This is just always money ones, right? When they drop the passing total down to 25 yards. So if you uh, want to use the promo code FFLW. You get it up to $100 deposit, first-time users on Sleeper Picks. Go do it. Go put a lot of money on deck and go get yourself 300 bucks. Obviously, you can you know you can stack them go that way, but like this is just the easy win. There's 
there's no scenario where Dak doesn't hit this, right? So this is just – it's pretty easy to cover. Like, I wouldn't even be shocked if he went over his He's averaging something like 321 yards in this past – it's just been – he's been absolutely on fire. And a Seahawks defense that can't stop anybody, get off the field third down, what do you think Zach's going to do? Dak's going to absolutely quit. Look at his last four games. They're 374, 404, 189 in the game they struggled. They won against Carolina. Back to 30-31 against the Washington defense. Um, yeah, we're expecting more of that for Dak. So – I like him over the 284, realistically. Like, I, that doesn't shock me at all with you with that. We're also talking about Tony Pollard over the rushing yards. Like, Tony Pollard has just been very, very good. And it's a game script where the Cowboys are going to have a lead throughout this game, more than likely. They're huge favorites. I He's basically, since week eight, he's been top three in explosive run rate and fifth in yards after contact per attempt. Um, this is just an ideal scenario for a running back to get loose. We have a good running back who's finally back to the guy we saw last year, and he's just really ripping off chunk plays. He's breaking tackles. He's making plays happen left and right. And he's in a really fantastic offense where they're expected to score a lot in this game. Um, so it's wheels up for Tony Pollard. Like I, I'm all aboard the Tony Pollard train. We're going to have three Tony Pollard bets in this one, and this is another one. So we're taking player five for Tony Pollard. We're taking both his – Receiving over and is rushing over. So it's wheels up for me a lot. And then we have the Dak one. Tevi Cowboys there. Um, the next one I kind of want to talk about is DK Metcalf. So we're going to chop about the Seahawks a little bit. Interestingly enough, the Cowboys DVOA defensively is actually pretty good. So this is one I debated going back and forth on. Um, we pretty wanted to go Tyler Lockett. I went, I'll talk to you talk about Tyler Lockett here. It's 48 and a half. We'll switch and we'll go back. Um, 48 and a half over receiving yards. Realistically, I know the DVA is good for the Cowboys defense, but they haven't played many good wide receiver twos, and Tyler Lockett is still a good wide receiver two. His target rate, his his yards per route run, stuff's gone down a little bit, but he's still been a, a fine player this year. He hasn't, I can see the age, 31, but like he can hit this total no problem. Um, it's a good matchup for Metcalf. We're realistic when we get into that, but Lockett, it's not hard for him to hit this total. Um, I like him. They're going to be trailing a lot. Uh, we're going to hit on the basically Geno Smith, his passing mounts and talk about that in a second. But like the Seahawks are going to be in negative game strips a lot. So it's going to entice them to pass. And this is why Prue likes Pollard in this matchup, 48 and a half receiving yards. Like you put it together, you go an offense where they're trailing, what do they have to do? Negative game strips, they got to pass. You have a good NFL quarterback, Geno. It's not, it's not like those bottom barrel guys where we have Joe Flacco, Dorian Thomas Robinson, anyone like that, right? We're, we're, we're solid. And then you have a good quality NFL wide receiver. They still find ways to win, even against teams such as good as the Cowboys defense. So we like the Tony, um, the um, Tyler Lockett, 48 and a half receiving yards. Um, I'm going to leave the – we're going to go to the next. So we're also going to take – excuse me. I also want to talk about the DK Metcalf one. Um, DK Metcalf has dominated teams for the highest man coverage rates this year. Where he's gone 57 or sorry, 69, 67, 75, and 34, and 98 receiving yards in those games. And the Cowboys play a ton of man coverage. So this is where Metcalf really earns his targets. He's not as good against zone. He's really good against man. And he's got 29% target rate against man. And he's got 45% of the area chain. Um, I like this common L for a, basically for both these Seahawks wide receivers because they're good wide receivers and they can win against man coverage. This is how Lockett's gonna get his. This is how DK is gonna get his. So we like even though we're not super bullish on Geno Smith in this matchup, with the Cowboys not being able to, we don't think they're going to get the same amount of pressure because the Seahawks lines coming back together. 
all the situations are kind of coming together for both Metcalf and Lockett to hit their props. So I like I like Metcalf hitting the 59 and a half receiving yards over. Seems like a pretty easy one on this one for us, folks. So um, and we also want to talk about we're gonna shift to the Cowboys on this one. So the next prop we're gonna talk about in this game is Rico Doddle over 19.5 rushing yards. Um why I like Doddle in this game is it's pretty simple. Um, this one seems really good. There's no one else besides Pollard in that backfield that's really getting snapped, that's doing anything. We thought Deuce Vaughn or Lee Davis were going to be something, they're not. And with the one where Cowboys are going to really be protecting a lead throughout this game and winding down the clock late in the game, this is where someone like Dowdle is going to get some snaps and he's going to get his. Um, why? And that's why you see this right here. They did this against the Giants 79. And you see this against um, Carolina as well. Counted on both these games. Didn't work against Washington. Just, but I expect Dowdle to get the 19.5. So it just seems like a pretty good shot with them being so heavy flavored. They're going to feature Dowdle towards the end of the game, rest Pollard, let Dowdle get those snaps, and he'll be able to get the 19.5 yards. So this is why I'm in on Rico Dowdle for this game. Um, the last one we want to talk about on Pollard again, baby. And this is Prue's second prop. So Prue's first prop was a Tyler Lockett, 48 and a half receiving yards. The second one, it's anytime touchdown. We're taking Pollard anytime touchdown. It's, it's pretty simple, right? We have one of the best offenses who's expected to get a lot of yards, have plenty of goal line opportunities, and they have a bell, bell line, a bell cow batch they're going to feature in this game. It's how Tony Pollard gets his, right? So it, it all, it's a perfect storm for someone like Tony Pollard. And while we're so bullish on Tony Pollard in this game, where you see three Tony Pollard profits, we don't normally go this heavy on one player. But this time, we're absolutely going heavy with it. So, like, we like the offense, we like the situation. They're, their offensive line's been good. Tony Pollard's been generating chunk plays. He's been just – he's just been awesome lately. So, you see the touchdowns the last two weeks. We expect him to get his third one in three weeks, and we're just rolling with it. So, like, you see how this game may sound not like the best game from an NFL standpoint, but for fantasy, we have plenty to go on here. So, this is why I like these problems that we have set up for this game. Um, and being a Seahawks, a homer, I know it's, it's a little tough for me to talk about it like this, but – it's a 47 and a half over under. It's not going to be a low scoring game. There's going to be points. Realistically, it could shoot out over if the Seahawks are able to really do what we think they're going to do against this Cowboys defense. That's really the only trick in this, the chick in the armor is the Cowboys offense. Or sorry, the Seahawks offense. We think the Cowboys offense, which is basically the best in the league or one of the top two, three offense in the league, we think they're going to get there. So no matter what happens, like we think Dak's going to get his, we think Pollard's going to get his. I think Donald's going to get some work in this game script. Or it's basically a 10 point favor in this game. That's how Donald gets involved. We were honestly tempted to take lamb, but I don't want to leave a lamb alone because I get the feeling why I'm going away from lamb on this one is they're going to put Witherspoon on him. I think they're going to move Witherspoon around to take away CD lamb. Who's been just, basically wide receiver one in usage and points per game over the past, a little over this last month. Because the Cowboys have figured like, hey, Lamb's our best player. Let's get him the ball a lot. So we think the Seahawks are going to match Devon Witherspoon, who's been really good and hasn't given up one of two catches in the game um, when he's been in coverage on CD Lamb. So I think they're really going to have to focus away from Lamb in this matchup. Like he's still going to get his he's too good of a wide receiver not to. But when he lines up with Witherspoon, Witherspoon is very much like a short down, shut down corner aspect. He's there. So I think this isn't the best game for Lamb, but honestly, you know, the offense is too good. Like they line up in the slot, they move him all over the place. So we'll see what how this works out if Witherspoon chases him around the entire field. I mean, if the Seahawks, you kind of want to do it because you realistically want to take away Lamb. He's their best. He just 
does so much for that offense. He's one of the, the best players in fantasy, and he's just been a stud the entire year. And you see McCarthy figuring it out, like, hey, let's let's use Lamb all over the field. So this is why we think that Pollard's going to get his, and he's going to get in the goal line. He's going to get the touches. He's going to get receptions. He's going to get all of this. I think this is going to be a high-end RB1 game for Cody Pollard. It would not surprise me at least. Cowboys at home just look. They are just on a roll, and we are riding with this. So we're taking this one as well. So to kind of backtrack and go back over the bets we have, we have Tony Pollard, anytime touchdown. We have Tony Pollard, over 62 and a half rushing yards. I mean, it's pretty tough to score, right? Cowboys going to have a heavy lead. They're going to rely on Pollard. He's going to get his. He's going to get a defense that isn't great stopping the run, and he's just been awesome lately. So we're rolling with that. We're also taking Tony Pollard over reception because the Seahawks get just destroyed by receiving running backs. And Tony Pollard is capable of receiving running back. We think he's going to get over the 21. Um, we'll hit on the other Cowboy prop we have here. Dak Prescott, over 0.5 passing yards. It's just plain and simple. This is a free square from Sleeper. Take it and run with it, folks. We also have the Rico Dottle, over 19.5 rushing yards. Why I'm in on this is when we talk about the skin. We just think game script. They're going to bleed the clock towards fourth quarter because the Seahawks should be chasing too much. And who's this going to line on? You can get Pollard off field. It goes Rico Dottle. Um, he's been... He's been solid in his role as a backup running back on that team. So he's he's filled in nicely, and I expect him to do his. He doesn't have to do much in this game to get over 19.5. I think this is very an easy prop for him to hit. One surprise if he hits this one early if they're mixing him in a little bit more than we expect. Um, now we talked about our Seahawks props. Tyler Lockett, over 48.5 receiving yards. We think with the way the Seahawks should be able to use Lockett in this game, he's the wide receiver too. He's gonna They're not going to be as heavily focused on him as they are on Metcalf. Um, obviously I still like Metcalf a lot in this matchup because they play man coverage, but they get to like, they get to this guy's locket a little bit and he can kind of eat because he's just a really good wide receiver too. And sometimes you just got to bet on the talent of a player. It might not seem like the best situation, but we're taking him a locket. We're going 48 and a half over. It's time to take Jason in this one, but I didn't really want to go that route just because, you know, they've been better against the slot than they have been on outside wide receivers. So this is why we're going with the outside wide receivers than we are in the slot. So locket mainly plays on the outside, same with Metcalf. You, you would think Lockett's smaller, right? Nah, he's always been good outside. But Lockett's a true just NFL receiver. So this is why we're taking Lockett 40 and a half receiving yards. Uh, and then we're going to go down to DK Metcalf, 59 and a half receiving yards. We like that. Um, the one that I did not bring up on here is actually that I'm missing is the Geno Metcalf under 22 and a half completions. This is the one I actually wanted to take the under for the CLC Alex. I don't – I think it seems kind of shocking to take it, but – He's gonna have a hard time getting that number because the Cowboys have only they've only allowed that one time this season, and that was Sam Howell. Sam Howell's the only quarterback to hit that. They've only allowed two quarterbacks to complete over 19 passes twice this entire year. So realistically, if you're looking for another prop, I don't have it up. I'm sorry, folks, I didn't upload it. It's the DK or sorry, it's the Geno Smith under 22 and a half percent pass completion. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, it's been a long day. But yeah, we're taking that one under. So those are more of the Seahawks props. So Heavy Cowboys, no surprise, best offense in the league or one of the best offense in the league. Going against a defense that struggles, and particularly in third downs, can they fix it? I don't know. I would love to think that they can, but we thought, you know, them trading for Leonard Williams really going to help, but has not really helped out as much as they wanted, right? So we'll see if it changes for them. But the Cowboys' lines come together. Their offense is just cooking. They're getting Brandon Cooks involved. You're seeing it. Like, they're just getting to our guys involved. Jake Ferguson's doing his. But realistically, like, I think this is going to be the Tony Pollard show this week. Um, I think the Seahawks wide receivers, they're going to be chasing a lot. So we're not really in on Charbonnet. I think Charbonnet will have a fine day. I think he's just going to get the work. He's going to get receptions. I think he can get there. But realistically, we like Metcalf and Lockett on the Seahawks side. So just to recap, folks, 
Good day. What's new? Uh, okay, one second, please. We're going with the Dak Prescott over 0.5. We are taking the Tony Pollard over 21 and a half receiving yards. We are taking the Tony Pollard over 62 and a half rushing yards. We are taking the DK Metcalf over 59 and a half receiving yards. We're taking the Rico Donald over 19 and a half rushing yards. We're taking the Tyler Lockett over 48 and a half receiving yards. And we're taking the Tony Pollard anytime touchdown on this game. So these are the sleeper picks for myself and Prue and this week 13 matchup between the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Um, obviously, I don't think the Seahawks are going to win. They have struggled too much. They've been too inconsistent. So I expect the Cowboys to win this game and win it fairly easily. Um, the nine and a half one spread, I'm contemplating taking the just to cover. Like, I think I think 10 sounds good. Like, that's like right where I would have the line. So, since it's nine and a half, I take the 10 on this one. I expect the Cowboys to win basically fairly easy. We're going to take them um, like 34 to, I mean, it's a little high. 31 to 21 sounds realistic, but I don't think they're going to score. We'll say 31 17. Like, I just, that's seems like a realistic range of outcomes in this game. Don't really need the Cowboys to force themselves to do a lot, but they're going to get touchdowns. They'll have some field goal attempts in this one. Um, I just think the Seahawks are struggle to score. And they might be able to move the ball, but it's just really hard for them to keep up with this high-powered attack that the Cowboys have. So we're taking the Cowboys in this game. No surprise, folks. As as fun as this clip is behind me, those are not the same Cowboys. Those are not the same Seahawks. We'll see how this game shakes out. Um, I do, I do still like the Seahawks chance to make the playoffs, but man, it's looking rough. They need some. They need to win one of these games against the Cowboys, the 49ers, or the Eagles, because otherwise it's really rough. For them. So we'll see how it shakes out. But overall. Those are the props we have for you. I'm going to post them on Twitter here in a little bit um, and just list them out in detail so everybody can see if you want to follow them on Twitter, if you want to trail the bets. And we will track them throughout the game this week. Um, it's been a pretty good year for us with prop bets. We're hoping we continue that on this week 13 affair. We only got a couple more weeks to play off, so we, we were excited to go with that. So, anyways, I, I just wanted to thank you all for joining me um, on this week 13 affair. Um, remember, all the prop bets, we'll post them on there for you. And you can follow us, myself, Rupert Patel. Any of the platforms, you'll see us there. The YouTube page, the FF Squared, League Winners, JMO105, or at the Proof Hotel. And, yeah, um, for the week 13, folks, this is it. So I hope you all have a good week, and we will talk to you next week. So for that, I'm going to wish you the best, and take care, folks.